Well, welcome back, everybody, to yet another attempt at distinguishing good from bad science. Uh, <clears throat> it happens to be that the Corona Doom research is reaching levels of asininity never thought possible. Uh, the, the reason I like to say there's too much science, uh, because science is now too easy to do, is because, and here I, I note this with great resignation, is because it is true. Science is too easy. Any grant-holding, tenure-posturing, peer-reviewing, midwit professor with a computer can pump out papers faster than any bureaucrat can uh, issue regulations. This is not a good thing. I don't know how many tens of thousands, uh, or, or was it hundreds of thousands, of Corona Doom papers there were uh, during the course of the panic, most of which could not have possibly been of any value. Uh, but now that the panic has cooled and reached its farcical phase, uh, a stage where you'd expect the flow to abate, uh, it has not. It has risen. I'm going to cover two bad post-panic papers. Say that three times fast. Uh, the first we learned of uh, from a friend of the blog, uh, Kip Hansen. Uh, the second made the publicity rounds last week. The, the, the paper number one, let's, let's just go through these things. Uh, I'm not going to go through them. I'm not going to uh, uh, fisk these things. I'm just going to go over the highlights of how bad they are. And I'll leave it to you to read the papers as a homework exercise. They're both freely available to see how truly, truly awful they are. This first one's from, uh, is called Relationship of Political Ideology of U.S. federal and state elected officials and key COVID pandemic outcomes following vaccine rollout to adults, April 2021 to March 2022, by uh, Nancy Krieger, Krieger, and others in The Lancet uh, Regional Health. So this is not some, you know, I never pick on far away, you know, ridiculous uh, journals, uh, these pay-for-play, you know, uh, scam journals and the like. These are all top journals or what people consider our top journals. Here's their stated background. This is the background of the paper. I'm going to quote now. Scant research, they say, including in the United States, has quantified relationships between the political ideologies of elected representatives and COVID-19 outcomes among their constituents. End quote. Now, <laughs> there's just no awareness in our authors that the research is scant because the idea is asinine. Now, here's their methods, uh, and I'm going to uh, freely quote this. It's a little long. Uh, stick with me. We need all this stuff, <laughs> and then we'll comment on it. Quote, we analyzed observational cross-sectional data on COVID-19 mortality rates, age standardized, and stress on hospital intensive care unit capacity for all 435 U.S. congressional districts in a period of adult act, uh, vaccine availability, April 2021 to March 2022. Political metrics comprised, one, ideological scores based on each U.S. representative's and senator's concurrent overall voting record and their specific COVID-19 votes. And two, state trifectas, governor, state house, state senate, under the same political party control. Analysis controlled, there's the key word they have, analyses controlled for CD, congressional district, social metrics, population density, vaccination rates, the prevalence of diabetes and obesity, and voter political lean, end quote. Now, if you're a regular listener, reader of the blog, you already know the red flags, but for those who don't, 
Uh, and before commenting on the depressing inanity of all this, here's their big finding. Quote, during the study period, the higher the exposure to the higher, I want, I want to, let me just, maybe I'm doing this too fast. I want to prep your, prep your ears for what you're about to hear. Set what you're doing down and, and perk up, perk up the, uh, the eardrums because here's their finding. This is only one sentence. During the study period, the higher the exposure to conservatism across several political metrics, the higher the COVID-19 age standardized mortality rates, end quote. Exposure to conservatism. Yes, exposure to conservatism causes corona doom deaths and higher ICU usage. I can think of no more cheering message that elites can tell each other than we are on the right team. This so-called research, research does no more than that. Now, on the blog, and you've seen these pictures yourself, but I have a picture on the blog you can look at, and I think I'll uh, head up the, uh, the podcast with this so you can look at it is an electoral map for the House of Representatives, uh, all of the districts. Uh, the red areas represent exposure to conservatism. And everybody knows there's only a few concentrated blue areas uh, uh, on the East Coast uh, by New York, Boston, uh, California, the coastal areas of California, coastal areas of Washington, a few blue enclaves and university towns, but most of the country, well over 90% of it, of course, is been exposed to conservatism. This, our, our, our Harvard-based authors, I forgot to mention they were from Harvard, did not notice this. Now you tell me, how about that hospital access away from the exposure to wokeism, big cities? And you notice they, con they, they, they put this in the terms of exposure to conservatism, not exposure to wokeism being a good thing. And how about this? Older people are much more exposed to conservatism than younger, and the doom killed the older at vastly higher rates. Uh, and, the, and the aged, too, were, of course, the most vaccinated uh, part of the population, well into the 90, high 90 percents. So this is asinine. It's just plain asinine. It's stupid. It's moronic. Uh, this distressing paper uses various statistical shortcuts, which they believe control. I'm going to put that word in air quotes. This is a horrible, horrible, terrible misnomer in statistics, for there is no control of anything. It's not like an experiment where you can actually control things. This just puts other terms into these enormous regression models and hopes for the best. And they control, they say, for age and social characteristics. Well, proof? You want proof of my contention? Here, let me quote to you uh, part of their paper. Because, this, again, I ask you, um, put down whatever you're doing and, and, and hold tight to this. This is, this is from their paper. Because county-level death data were suppressed, if the county had fewer than 10 deaths, uh, which is 14% of the counties, and to avoid bias due to reported association between counties' political lean and their rural versus urban status, we, the authors say, imputed suppressed county death counts using the observed state-specific rates applied to the county population and use these data to generate indirectly age-standardized rates per 100,000 person years. 
(laughs) So the counties most like to be exposed to conservatism didn't even have real but fake data. They made it up. The uncertainty of the fake data was not, you will not be surprised to learn, carried forward. Now, if you're a long-time listener, you know exactly what I mean by that. That's a guess, and you have to incorporate that full guess into the, into the subsequent downstream models, which is never done, or rarely. Uh, this is just, it's stupid. It's just stupid. And the smaller the counties, uh, of course, were the more exposed to conservatism and... Uh, I don't know what to say. The, the exposure to conservatism, that itself, was just as robust as their death data. Quote, a score for each member based on how they voted in roll call votes in the 117th Congress for 2021 to 2022. So this is just another ridiculous scored questionnaire, which... Because science has to be measurable, they, they put a measure to it and claim it's good. And claim they're done. This is just done. Uh, this paper cannot be taken seriously. The authors do, though. Uh, take it seriously, I mean. I don't know what to tell you. This this it becomes so frustratingly dumb. I, you you almost you know you're you're left gasping for, for breath as I am because I can't believe this. I mean I can believe this stuff gets published, uh, but every time you see it, you're sort of uh, aghast uh, anew. The authors do allow this quote. A key limitation of our study is that it is a descriptive, not causal analysis. To which I say, bullshit. This is equivalent to, it's only a correlation, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, know what I mean. The paper is saturated with knowing causal language. Uh, This is their attempt to have it both ways. And, and of course, we could see it. The people that use this paper as a a hammer uh, to say that they're, they're... their methods were good. Their their tyrannical uh, t- tyrannical methods to control, which never did control the, the the outbreak of the panic. Anyway, you get the idea. I, I'm just beside myself with this. In the end, though, of course, it's another instance of the epidemiologist fallacy, uh, because. Uh, nobody was ever measured. There's no person measured here, okay? There's no person measured. Nobody, individual's exposure to conservatism was measured. No individual rates are used. This is all abstracted data at counties and stuff. It's just stupid. It's just dumb. But it's, of course, very common, these mistakes, which is how they get away with it. They get away with it because they say everybody else does this kind of stuff, so we can too. All right, that's paper number one. Let's get on to paper number two. Now, you might have missed this paper uh, last week. I embedded it uh, in a, I, I embedded my analysis in a series of tweets, uh, and I put it in the Tom Nelson podcast post. Now, I know podcasts aren't to everybody's taste, uh, though I don't know why. I thought my dulcet croakings were ideal soporifics. Anyway, it was there. So let me just give you a, br- a really brief recap. Uh, the paper is COVID Vaccine Hesitancy. And Risk of a Traffic Crash by Donald uh, Rettelmeyer and others in the American Journal of Medicine. Now, this was all over the news last week. You must have heard this, uh, that if you didn't, uh, if you were vaccine hesitant, you were more likely to get into a car crash, which is stupid on its face. 
uh, crashes in the paper, crashes, I'm using air quotes here, were identified only if they showed up to an emergency room visit and thus recorded. Crashes that didn't require a hospital visit did not make the list. Worst, crashes included driver, passenger, or pedestrian. Passengers and walkers. Danger! Walking while unvaccinated could lead you to lead you into a car crash. Danger! Do not get into a car as a passenger while unvaxxed. It could lead you into a car crash. Now, on its face, this this is this is where the, the, the investigators should have laughed themselves out of the idea, but they did not. Now, let me just ask you this: Who are the the age group that was least unvaxxed? Well, yes, the young. The young were the age group least vexed because they needed it least. Uh, but drum roll, who has the most crashes? Yes, the young. Our authors have rediscovered that the young crash more often. They concluded, though, however, uh, risky driving, quote, possibly relates to a distrust of government or belief in freedom that contributes to both vaccination preferences and increased traffic ri- risks. This is astonishingly moronic. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, except that they're just stupid. Both studies, of course, uh, uh, you know, wave their wee p values at us and all that kind of stuff. Standard, all the standard statistical mistakes we notice. There's a lot more wrong with each of these. I'm only hitting the highlights. I don't want to go into detail on these. It's just too depressing. We know how it's going to turn out. But what I want to, to leave you with here today before we conclude is that these silly <laughs> stupid studies should show you how, how easy it is for smart people to go wrong. I'm not saying these people are stupid. I'm saying they're smart, or midwits anyway. But they, they excel at discovering evidence which confirms their theories. But they stink. They just stink like the rest of us at finding contradictory evidence. That's all for today, everybody. Thanks for listening.